Welcome to The Platform. I'm your host, Chad Balthrop. During this season of Lent, we're posting devotional podcasts every Monday through Friday. And now because of the world we live in, we're really gonna, we're gonna continue these devotional podcasts even beyond Lent. And the primary reason for that is just because we're in this season of social distancing. And, and during this time of social distancing, we don't believe that social distancing has to create a lack of spiritual intimacy. And the easiest way for us to continue to grow deeper in our faith is to spend time, unhurried time in God's word. And so we hope that you'll just get used to this idea that every day you're going to pick up the Bible, you're going to read a little bit. You're going to make some observations about that passage of Scripture, and then you're going to pray that passage of Scripture back to the Father. There's always things you can do to dig deeper into God's Word, and I would always encourage that. But but I would also challenge you to make certain that you're reading something in God's Word every day, that you take moments to make some observations about it, and you pray it back to your Heavenly Father. We've been going through the book of 1 Thessalonians, and today we begin 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. And again, we're just taking it about one paragraph at a time, which is usually just a few verses at a time. We're in Thessalonians because First Thessalonians and Second Thessalonians, they have uh, interesting themes to them. The, the theme to First Thessalonians is the idea that we ought to stay on target, that no matter how far we, we go in our faith, no matter how old we are in our faith or mature we are in our faith, no matter what the circumstances or conditions may, may be, that, that this salvation that we've been given is precious. And, it, and, and through the power of Christ, we can stay on target with our faith. And then as we step into Second Thessalonians, that idea that we know Jesus is coming back. We know that the world is going to change. We know that there's going to be unexpected and unprecedented times that we face. And, and in the middle of those things, we can lock up, we can freeze up, or we can keep going. And as we keep going, we can work while we wait. We don't work for our salvation. We work in order to honor the salvation that Christ has given to us. So that's why we're in Thessalonians. Today, we're in First Thessalonians chapter 2. We're just going to read three verses. Verses. It's just one paragraph, 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. It says, For you yourselves know, brethren, that our coming to you was not in vain, but even after we had suffered before and were spitefully treated at Philippi, as you know, we were bold in our God to speak to you the gospel of God in much affliction. For our exhortation did not come from error or uncleanness, nor was it in deceit. So that's 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. Now, in this passage, there's something interesting happening here. Thessalonica was actually Paul and Silas's second stop on their first missionary journey. The first place they went in Macedonia was the city of Philippi. Now, Philippi, there's a book of the Bible named after a letter that Paul wrote to the Philippians, to the people in Philippi. He loved the people of that city. He loved the people of that church. And you can see that in the, in the letter of Paul to the Philippians. But while he was in Philippi, there was some persecution that rose up. He was accused, Paul and Silas both, they were accused of some things and they, they left that town. And the second town they came to was Thessalonica, which is the town that, that this book was written to, that this letter was written to. And he says in verse one, for you yourselves know, brethren, that our coming to you was not in vain. It's not like they were running from something. It's that they were running to something. They were running to what their next stop was on this missionary journey that God had designed for them. Verse two says, but even after we had suffered before, and were spitefully treated at Philippi, as you know, we were bold in our God to speak to you the gospel of God in much conflict. So I'm just going to pause right here and ask the question, what conflict have you faced because of your faith? Have you ever had a moment when, 
when the conflict that you experienced, the pushback, the affliction, the, the, the ridicule, when the reason why you faced those, those criticisms was simply because of your faith. And in the middle of that conflict, how did you react? Did the fact that someone pushed back on your faith, did that cause you to get silent and stop what you're doing? Or did that, or did that pushback make you more bold? Now, I don't mean more brash. Sometimes as we get mad and we get emotionally involved in things, we become more brash. But that's not at all what happened with Paul and Silas and Timothy. They didn't become more brash. They became more bold in sharing the love of God with people. They moved to the next town, to Thessalonica, to continue to spread that message. And verse 3, he even, he even says this, For our exhortation did not come from error or uncleanness, nor was it in deceit. In other words, he was saying, I, I really wasn't treating people poorly in Philippi. I wasn't acting inappropriately towards them. Even as my faith was challenged, I didn't act in a way that caused me to demand my own rights, to become a hypocrite, for me to be someone who was unkind or someone who was not gentle. I represented Christ well. And as I represented Christ well, it wasn't me that they were rejecting so much as it was the message of the gospel that they were rejecting. I wasn't becoming more and more brash in my faith. I was becoming more and more bold in my faith. And so now as a result of it, I've had this opportunity to come now to this new town to share this gospel with you. So as you face conflict, whatever that conflict may be today, just consider this. That conflict can make you more brash, or it can make you more bold. It can cause you to deny and doubt your faith. It can cause you to become someone who doesn't represent your faith well, or it can, or it can sharpen you into this instrument of grace that God can use to, to deliver his mercy and his love and his message of hope to this lost world who today so desperately needs it. There've been seasons in our past where something tragic has happened. And so many people will be quick to say, hey, I'm gonna offer up my thoughts and my prayers. I'm gonna offer up my thoughts and my prayers to those people who are wounded in this moment or who are hurt in this moment. And it's happened so frequently that it almost becomes cliche. And there are so many people who even reject those statements of my prayers and my thoughts are with you. They reject them because they just feel like they're, they're empty words. Well, first of all, I would like to say that, that, man, if there's something tragic going on, I hope I'm surrounded by people who offer up thoughts and prayers. And the reason for that is because if we're going to take any kind of action, I hope it's thoughtful action. And if we're going to take any kind of action, I hope that we've prayerfully considered God's desire for us as we do. So I think the beginning of every good idea is someone who is thoughtful and someone who is prayerful. And so when someone pushes back on you during a conflict and, and maybe they make fun of you, let's not forget to be thoughtful and prayerful. And in the middle of that, if they're the ones who are pushing back, then let's not, let's not just let our, our spirituality be something that's cliche. Let's actually think through legitimate solutions. Let's actually pray through the will of God and see if we can join God where he is in moving in our world to solve these critical problems and critical crises that we go through. Let's not become more brash in our faith. Let's become more bold in our faith and let's do it in a way that honors God and brings glory to him as we deliver the goodness of our God to people. That's exactly what Paul and Silas did in the city of Thessalonica after they faced the conflict that arose 
in Philippi. And I believe that today we can do it again. So let's take some time to pray that back to our Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for today. Thank you for your word that encourages us and shows us ways that we can become more like you, more specifically ways we can honor you with our words and with our choices. And so I, I pray that today that as we face conflict, it might be the conflict of isolation. It might be the conflict of being in the same house with the same people for such a long period of time. It might be the conflict that just comes up as we try to share our faith with friends and with family or with coworkers. And so, Father, I pray that as, as those conflicts arise, I pray that we wouldn't become more brash. I pray that we would become more bold, bold in a way that honors you and helps people to see you for who you really are. I pray that we would become sharpened in our faith and in the way we share our faith with people so that we can be instruments of your grace and deliverers of your loving kindness to people. So Father, help us with that today. We love you and we ask these things in Jesus' name, amen. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. I hope that you'll hit the subscribe button. I hope that you'll be able to catch future episodes. And I hope that you'll remember to connect with us and and help others connect with us by rating and reviewing this episode or pressing like or leaving a comment, maybe even sharing with a friend. You can also catch more devotional thoughts every day through our partner podcast, Follower of One, available everywhere podcasts are found. And all week long on every social media channel that First Baptist Owasso provides, we're posting Holy Week devotions. Those devotions come with a bit of music, a bit of scripture, and then some questions you can discuss with your family and friends. And so I hope you'll take time to discuss those things with family and friends as well and just spend some time around the word together. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time on the platform.